How would you say the situation in Spanish? La situación. Good. Yon is a feminine ending. So the word takes la for the. La situación. Good. Now, in Spanish, adjectives describing words. Adjectives are words that describe like big or yellow or happy. Words that we can put is in front of are adjectives describing words. These words come after the noun they describe in Spanish. So instead of saying the global situation, for example, you say the situation global. There's a bit of flexibility for emphasis as well. But the normal standard position is to come after the noun. So how would you say the global situation? La situación global. Good. La situación global. How would you say digital camera? Digital camera. Camera digital. Yeah. Camera digital. Good. Camera is feminine. So a digital camera is una camera digital. So we have la for the and una for a. So how would you say I want to buy a digital camera? What was the verb to buy? Comprar. Good. So I want to buy a digital camera. Quiero comprar una camera digital. Good. Quiero comprar una camera digital. How do you say I want to buy the digital camera? Quiero comprar la camera digital. Good. Quiero comprar la camera digital. What if you wanted to say I want to buy it? And with the it, you meant the digital camera. Quiero comprarla. Good. So this lies it. There's a lot of words in Spanish for car, depending on where you are. It's one of the words that changes a lot between the dialects. But I think everybody understands all of the words that are heard. You might hear coche, which is related to coach. Carro, which of course is car. Carro. So we have two R's in carro. That's why we have this rolling R. You might hear auto. Where do you think auto comes from? Automobile. Of course. And uh, it, it exists, automobile. But people would say auto. You might even hear machina, which means machine. So machine, the car, machina. This is another example of the Q-U spelling, producing K sound. M-A-Q-U-I-N-A. Machina. Machina. Good. So there's a few words there for car, and you might hear others as well. Coche is masculine. So how would you say the car? El coche. Good. A for masculine words is un. U-N. Un. So a car? Un coche. Good. The machine, does machina look masculine or feminine? Feminine. Good. So the machine? La machina. La machina. A machine? Una máquina. Good. And does carro look masculine or feminine? Fem uh, masculine. Good. So the car? El carro. El carro. A car? Un carro. Un carro. Good. So it's the noun that has the gender, not the object. Of course, it's not the car that is masculine or feminine. It's the noun. It's the word itself. So even though all of these words refer to car, some are masculine and some are feminine. Big in Spanish is grande, grande. Of course, we can relate this to grand in English, grande. 
So, using any of these words that you like, how would you say the big car? La macchina grande. Good. La macchina grande. So, la macchina grande, el auto grande. Now, if you say the big cars, this adjective is also going to become plural. How do you say the house? La casa. Good. And how was the houses? Las casas. Good. So, la also became plural. So, las casas, if you say the big houses, big is also going to become plural. Grandes. So, how would you say the big houses? Las casas grandes. Good. Las casas grandes. The big car using auto. El auto grande. Good. El auto grande. The cars using auto, so a masculine word, you say los autos. So, el becomes los in plural. So, how would you say the big cars? Los autos grandes. Los autos grandes. Los carros grandes. Good. If you want to say, can you see the big car? You can say, can you see? Or in Spanish, you can just say, do you see? We kind of overuse this can a lot in English. So, do you see the big car? You informal. Mm -hmm. Ves el coche grande? Good. You needed some time there to look at this. And this was the more common way, actually, of saying in Spanish. Ves el auto grande? But if you didn't have that time to think about it, even though it's more natural to say it like this, it really doesn't matter, you could say, can you see? Now, you would probably be quicker at building can you see than you see, because can is something very common that you're going to be using all the time. So, in conversation, where you just want to get the meaning across, you might want to use this. So, how would you say, can you see the big car? Puedes ver el coche grande. Good. So, puedo, quiero, tengo que, debo, these verbs that are followed by two versions that you're going to be using a lot, even though the sentence is longer, they are shortcuts. They are shortcuts in thought. And once you become very confident with that, you're going to start noticing that people say things differently to you. So instead of, I can't find it, I don't find it. Uh, you will notice that yourself and your speech will adjust. But at the beginning, what you're trying to do is to be conversational and correct structurally. Once you get over that hurdle of being communicative, you're going to start noticing that people say things differently to you. So instead of, I can't find it, I don't find it. So, you could say, I can't find it. How would you say, I can't find it? What was to find or to encounter? Encontrar. Encontrar. So, say, I can't find it. No puedo encontrarlo. Good. No puedo encontrarlo. This would be the shortcut. Even though it's longer, it's much easier to build no puedo encontrarlo, because puedo is something you're going to be using all the time, and then encontrar is in the to form. Uh, I don't find it. How would that be? No lo encuentro. No lo encuentro. Good. So, it's very useful to bear in mind these verbs like puedo, debo, which we can use with two forms, which give us a, a shortcut and allow us to get conversational very quickly. What was to remain? Quedar. Quedar. Good. And I remain myself is how we get the meaning of I stay. So how do you say I stay? 
quedarme. I remain myself. I remain myself. What's to remain? Quedar. I want I remain? Quedo. Uh -huh. What's I remain myself? Me quedo. What was happening? I was thinking, okay, the me should go first, but it can't go first because the verb is in the to form. And I, 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 I just got stuck. Where do you start when you're building the sentence with the verb? With who's doing that? So if yeah. you start with that, then it's not in the to form anymore. Yeah. Uh, so the order of thought is very important. The verb is the backbone. That's the first place you want to go. Quedo. I remain myself. Me quedo. So me quedo is I stay. The word for red in Spanish is rojo. Rojo. This is spelled R-O-J-O. -O. And J's in Spanish are pronounced J, like this. Rojo. Rojo. And we have the initial R, so if you can do it, it will be the rolling R. Rojo. Rojo. Good. So how would you say, I'm staying in the red car? I'm staying in the car red. The word for in is N. E-N. So let's divide it up. I'm staying. Only think about that bit. I'm staying. I remain myself. Me quedo. In. En. The red car. The car red. And let's use the word auto for car for now. So I'm staying in the red car. The car red. Me quedo en el auto rojo. Good. Me quedo en el auto rojo. Good. How would you say I have stayed in the red car? I have stayed, I have remained myself in the red car. Again, we want to divide it up. I have remained myself. There's a lot to think about there in that first bit. Me he quedado. Uh-huh. In the red car. En el auto rojo. Good. How do you say I have bought a red car? What is the verb to buy? A com comprar. 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 So, I have bought a red car. And let's use auto. I have bought a red car. He comprado un auto rojo. Good. He comprado un, masculine word, un, un auto rojo. How would you say I have bought myself a red car? Me he comprado un auto rojo. Me he comprado un auto rojo. I've bought myself a red car. Very good.